0: This is Get A Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that
1: I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it.
0: The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding one way or another i was going to succeed i'm your host dan bova editorial director of entrepreneur.com thanks for listening and now get a real job when the argument for what is the best tv show in history gets raised today's guests starred in what many people put in the top spot Clark Peters played detective Lester Friedman on HBO's groundbreaking series The Wire and has given so many great performances that we'd be here for an hour listing them all. The Five Bloods, Jessica Jones, The Blacklist, his filmography goes on and on. And now he's starring in La Fortuna. I just messed up how I just said that. (laughs) He's now starring in La Fortuna opposite Stanley Tucci, which you can see on AMC+. Truly thrilled to talk to the incredible Clark Peters. Clark, how are you?
1: I'm fine, Dan. That was a very interesting and um, interesting introduction, especially the Fortuna. 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 fortuna.
0: No, sorry. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to apologize in advance. There may be a second Clark making an appearance on this podcast. My dog's name is Clark, and he's barking upstairs. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we could Absolutely. have two two clerks for one. Well, uh thanks so much for doing this. Uh obviously I'm a, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um you know, I, I got well, let's let's start with the new thing and then then we'll get into the past. But could you tell us a little bit about La Fortuna? Am I saying that finally right? Uh yeah. and uh what what's that all about? It, it looks pretty awesome.
1: La Fortuna is about um is about a treasure hunter who has found a treasure in uh, in waters that belong to a different country and in trying to um, keep his find from that country um, he decides that he's going to come to me an old friend to see if I would help him to do that but I'm not willing to help him do that because... The treasure belongs to the country. It was found within their territorial waters. And so it was part of their history. And that's where it should stay. And so it becomes a, um, a fight between um, fortune and la fortuna, mm-hmm. the fortune, you know. Um, and is that fortune uh, monetary or is that fortune uh, heritage? You know, where is the.
0: Well, so let me just ask you in real life, if Stanley Tucci came to you with a a truckload of uh, treasure and said, hey, can you help me keep this? uh, What would you say?
1: I would probably say, um, hide that stuff before somebody sees (laughs) you. You crazy.
0: (laughs) Put that away. That's great. That's great. I was hoping you would answer that way because I would feel really bad about myself because that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, so, uh, well, can you, uh, l- l- I I listed like some of this incredible roles that you've been in. Uh, you've been doing incredible work for for decades now. How did Clark get started? What what was the what was the thing that made you go, this is what I'm gonna do? And uh did you have a backup plan or were you all in for acting?
1: I was pretty much all in for acting. You know, when when you when you're in your uh in your teens, you know, there's there's lots of things you wanna be. Um there are lots of things that are interesting to you. Um I was looking at something the other day. Someone uh, where I said I wanted to be a physical education teacher at one point in time. You know, I was looking to go to Springfield College for all of that. You know, and um, but the thing that has always followed me from from uh, from my youth, pre-adolescence, was the desire to perform. You Mm know, performance on stage. Musicals, singing, acting, dancing was always something that was, I guess, just in our in our family, uh, particularly between my older brother and I. Mm. Watching those old nineteen forties musicals, you know, on yeah. on Saturday, Saturday morning, you know, right. with Garland and Ricky Mooney and all that, know Mickey you know, <laughs> Mickey <Mooney. laughs> you know um, all that kind of stuff. So um, I think that pretty much overshadowed. The desire to do uh, to do anything else. There's only only one of three things I would have I would have done. Maybe be that physical education teacher, but I think that was probably just a quick, fat passing fad. Um, or to go into the clergy, which I think as well was another quick passing mm. fad. Wow. Yeah. But um, but acting, I think, allowed me to pretty much realize both of those things, you know, because. I had to learn how to how to dance and so, you know, um, and I'm always in front of a congregation when you're on stage. So right. yeah, that's like that, you know. And I just, you know, you just you just you just keep going for what your spirit tells you mm. to to go after. You know, uh, wow. um, there was you know, I, I wanted to do university. Um I wasn't the brightest spark in the uh, uh in the uh, in the pack. You know, and the schools that I wanted to go to, we could never afford to, uh, could never afford to go. But um, what I did know was that if I tried this out, even as an apprentice, you know, and learn my craft from people who knew better, that I would, uh, I would excel in this, you know. And so coming into theater, first of all, I started off as a dresser backstage. You know, I've worked... um, I've put up rigs, I've directed, I've lit shows, I've done sound, you know, and so when it comes to theater, I'm, you know, I just pursued all aspects of that, you know, and, Uh. and I like that. you know, I like, I like working with people. I like working with companies. Yeah.
0: I can just imagine if you did, uh, follow the gym teacher route, uh, just seeing these incredibly, uh, passionate, um, speeches you've delivered on camera, like you explaining how to play kickball in this really like engaging way, you know, like <laughs> 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 those kids would be fired up to play some kickball. If you were given the instructions <laughs> on how to do it, um, do you, uh, you know, as your career, um, takes off, uh, as your career, uh, grew, um, is it just something that's sort of organically growing? Or did you did you like have a plan for yourself? Did you give yourself any kind of timeline? You know, if I'm not here by this age, then I gotta do something else, or how did that go?
1: No, um it wasn't pretty much like that. Um and part of that, you know, as I was saying, along the way, there there are there are people who you will have serious discussions with as a young person uh, coming on through. And, um, if you listen, you, you know, some people are giving you really good advice, you know? And one of the things I got was that if you're going to pursue acting, pursue acting, Hmm. you think like, I'm going to act, but I'm going to learn how to be electrician on the side. You be the electrician on the side more than an actor. Right. Uh, People think that that um, that acting is just is just you know just for the stage of film. But as an actor, I've done radio. I've done radio for uh, for prisons. I've done radio work for hospitals. Mm. I've been in uh, um, in children's uh, schools as an actor. Um, I've done charitable work as an actor. Um, so the actor does not always have to be. Be on stage or in front of of a uh, of a camera. Your craft as an actor can be used for many, many, many things. You know. Right. Um. If I had had uh, another trade to fall back on, I might not have, uh, you know, spoken to or done radio for people in the hospital. I would have, you know, w- when I was out of work. You know. Yeah. I. Might, you know. So. Um. And was there a plan? the The plan was to play as many roles as I could, and I did have at one point in time. a uh, I thought by the time I'm thirty five, um, if I don't do it, then I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I think for some reason I had thirty five in, in my yeah. mind. And I, l- term- I like
0: that plan. That if it doesn't happen by then, I don't know. <laughs> 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 right? I don't know. <laughs> That's that's great. Uh, that's great. Um, so, uh, as I said, you are in this iconic uh, TV show, The Wire. A uh, lot of questions about that, but I'm going to start off with a tough one. People tend to put The Wire versus The Sopranos, which is the best. What's your answer?
1: Oh, oh by far, the the uh, uh, The Wire
0: yeah um, all right,
1: yeah because um, and I'll tell you why you know the the sopranos um is a good yarn, you know, but it's the same story f- throughout yeah um the uh the wire was written with an intention of mm. presenting to you five aspects of a particular city, which yeah. turns five aspects of the way society is in the western world, yeah. Um, it's, it's got so much more to offer than, uh, than the Sopranos could ever give to you. <laughs> right.
0: yeah. I love it. I love it. And, you know, when, you're, when, you're on, when you were on The Wire, did you feel aware of, wow, this is, this is something that people are going to talk about 20 years from now? Um, is it hard to know that when you're in the moment?
1: It is hard to know that when you're in the moment. If you're thinking about that, then you're not doing your job. Right,
0: right, right. No, um,
1: uh, I didn't realize that it was um, that it was as um, exciting or as popular as it was until maybe the third, the third or fourth season. Yeah. You know, um, what would happen is that I live in London, and so I would go to go to Baltimore for six months, and I would shoot that. And as they were showing the first couple of episodes, that's the end of my shoot. And I'd come on back to London and do some theater work. So I never got a chance to see the uh, the series. But each year that I went back, I noticed that there are more people looking at me, walking around. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, what, what what's going on here? You know, and. and and I'm getting paranoid, like you're making sure that, you know, there's no toilet paper hanging out my back, of my body, <laughs> you know, or that, you know, what I mean, you know, or holding on to my bag is too tight. And I realized that, uh, that the degree of celebrity yeah. is, is rising, you know. Um,
0: oh, that's amazing.
1: I, I didn't. Uh, and so I guess, you know, through other people, I began to see that that there was something uh, special in this. I myself didn't sit down and watch the whole thing until 2012. Um, Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: And then I binged on the whole thing and I thought, damn, this is good.
0: (laughs) Well, it was. And while I didn't wait that long, I discovered it uh, for myself a little far along. And the heartbreak of all heartbreaks for me was... I didn't know that there was five. Se- I didn't know there was only five seasons. For some reason, I thought there were six. So I watched the fifth season and I was like, okay, let's bring it on. And it was like, no, that's it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought I was getting one more season and I, and I wasn't. And I hold somehow, I hold you personally responsible for that. I don't know why that doesn't make any sense, but, um, but that's, uh, that's incredible. More coming up from our guests, but first, a word from our sponsor. We all want to know that we have enough to get to where we want to go. For instance, you either have enough energy to run a marathon or you're on the side of the road wheezing. How about your startup? Does it have enough cloud computing power to win and handle the really big customers? You might think stable, enterprise-ready cloud infrastructure like Oracle's is out of reach for your new company, but Oracle for Startups was made just for you. Oracle wants to help you land those big customers, so they're offering preferred pricing on Enterprise Cloud for Startups. That's free cloud credits and 70% off their cloud services. And as an Oracle for Startups partner, you can tap into more than 40 years of experience for guidance as you grow. Oracle for Startups doesn't want you wheezing on the side of the road. They want you to have enough power to scale and land your dream customer. Visit Oracle.com slash RealJob. That's Oracle.com slash realjob. And our next sponsor. No one succeeds alone. Even the best entrepreneurs know when it's time to bring in an outside expert. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. You can check work samples, client reviews, and more to make sure you're hiring the right pro for your business, and there's no cost until you hire. Plus, you only pay for work you approve. So whether you're looking to hire a single pro for a project or an entire team to scale your business, Upwork can help you reach your goals. And however you hire, Upwork is available to help you keep things running smoothly with 24-7 support, letting you stay focused on what matters, your business. Find the right talent for whatever your business needs are at Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. And we're back. Obviously, a a show like that and all these things that you do, um, such huge collaborative efforts, um, you know, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that, like, you know, vibing with all these different kinds of people, because no matter what we do in life, whether we're an actor or not, you know, working and collaborating with other people to, towards a common goal, like everyone has to do that. So how do you, how do you go about that? How do you go about like kind of gelling with your, your, your fellow actors, uh, your director's vision, you know, all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, That's a good question. Um, the only thing that two strange actors, two strangers who are actors have in common is the script, is mm. the story and the characters you know and through those characters you find your way into that into that person you know um there's a lot of downtime on script on on sets and so you know you have conversations um there's uh, um, sometimes when you're going into a scene you know you may want to discuss what that scene is about, and you can get a pretty much a pretty good idea of what a person is like, or what another actor is like, by the questions that they ask about the mm-hmm. character that they're, or by the way they will either linger around while you're asking questions. You know, if you yeah. linger around there, then uh, you know your conversation is just you and the director. But this person is here because they're interested. You know, mm-hmm. if I see that, I you know I assume rightly or wrongly that. This is a generous actor because they're trying as yeah. well to glean as much as they can. It could be a real selfish actor as well, trying to figure out how they could screw you up. If, <laughs> but I and, I and that's
0: th- that's your style, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. That's what I do. Yeah. That's the only reason why. I hang it down, you know? <laughs> um, and you, and you, and you. The 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 business is is such that that. um, it's it has to be a collaborative act, uh, effort, you know. Hmm. I come from theater, and in theater, it's the whole company that is telling the story. Yeah, it's not two, three people on stage. If it's a large company, even your ensemble is something that you is something that you've got to embrace. You right. know. So I, I'm I'm used to working uh, working in teams or working with other people.
0: Yeah. In the, in- um. I, I just I just finished watching uh, uh, Stanley Tucci's um, uh, uh, travel log through uh, Italy, where he mm. made his way through Italy. Uh, was he just constantly trying to feed you on the set of uh La no. laughing? No, he wasn't trying to constantly
1: feed me on the set, but he was like very uh, often off, offering that uh, talking about wine. Oh, you really? Know, <laughs> he, does, he does like his wine. That's for sure. <laughs> I hear that he has a. Um, uh, my actually, my wife has got his 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 cookbook, but also um, he likes cocktails. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, we, we we meet somewhere around there.
0: That's great. That's great. Um, what do uh, you know? When, when you're working on these films uh, and TV shows, uh, you know, I'm sure the the younger cast members must pepper you with a million questions, uh, just about your, your career and how you sustained it and how you've found your way into, uh, working on such amazing projects. What do you, what, what's, what's the biggest piece of advice you give to, to people who are just kind of starting out?
1: I always tell them to make sure you get to a theater, mm. find a theater company to work with first. Okay. You know that's that's where our craft, uh, the craft of storytelling, um, as we know it today, began. Mm. So, uh, what you'll find in theater is how to listen to other actors and how to work with other actors. You know, and how to move your energy around like that. Those who've just come into acting, just on camera, all of their energy goes to the camera. Mm. They're not talking to you as a person in the scene. They're talking to the camera. And it's a real, um, you can feel the energy. You can feel it when, uh, when someone when you're in, you know, if you're talking to somebody and they're looking at you and all of a sudden their mind is go, is wandering off, you know, you know, they're not really listening to you.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You know that. It's just yep. a human, you know, we, we, we're wired that way. Well, I find actors who don't work on stage to be like that when you're in a scene with them in front of a camera. Huh. They go someplace else. Right. It's not you. It's about them.
0: Do you have? Is there any kind of technique, or is there anything that you do before you're filming, or you know whatever your process is, but to sort of get yourself in that headspace, to kind of clear your head and be in that moment? Because I, I think that's a problem that people have, no matter if they're on camera or they're in a meeting, you know, like your, your mind is going in a million different directions. How do you focus?
1: Well, I think that, um, I meditate, you know, I meditate, you know, and, and I find that, that if I, the more I meditate, the easier it is to focus. Mm. Um, the more I meditate, the more I, I find a place of stillness inside of myself that where all hell can be breaking loose outside, I know where I can go inside myself to to regroup uh, in the din of everything that's around, you know. Um, so that, that I, that I, I, I try to make it part of my life. Mm. As far as preparation for the first scene goes, I try to make sure I know all my words in the right
0: order. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, this is such a goofy thing, but I, I, I always am just in awe of that, you know, having to do th- things where I have to remember three things to say and like they all get jumbled. I mean, you got to give these very complicated sometimes and you need it needs to look like it's popping into your head as you're saying it like <laughs> it's, it's just incredible to me how, how you're able to do that convincingly i would be i would have this look of concentration like just trying to remember what comes next <laughs> like not at all natural well
1: well that 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 does happen sometimes then you know and when that happens on a film what happens is that when the actor is looking there's an edit and you look at some and there's yeah. another <laughs> and then it comes back to the actor when they're focusing it, yeah you know? yeah okay. <laughs>
0: And so you yeah. never uh, have your lines written on the palm of your hand or anything. Oh like that?
1: no 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 no! I'm not going there. Yeah. And with La Fortuna, there was a uh, um, the closing argument in the in the in the court. Um, that was a challenge because it was a long, long soliloquy. But what was um, there are little tricks that you can't that you that 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 you can employ, all right? Some of them are like the rule of three. So, um, um, if the the rule of three might be, um, I don't find that people are 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 generous or altruistic or patient these days. Well, if you uh, if that's your line, you might want to do altruistic, generous, and patient simply because it's A G P because uh-huh. it comes up alphabetically. Okay. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Because right
1: there uh, there is an actress i know who all she does is look at the first letter in each one of her one of her scenes and memorizes the letters <laughs> and do a whole piece just by going a p z i j l a s a s you know and wow and, and you know so there's there's a <laughs> But La Fortuna, because it was something that I that I, I felt I I I wanted to share with, with, a, with, an, with an audience or with the with the viewer, it was um it was a challenge, but you know, the, some of it I finessed myself because there was an emotional journey that I had mm-hmm. to explore yeah. through that. And yeah. that car- that carried me. Once I got into that, then it was as it was as flowing.
0: That's wow, that's amazing. I- <laughs> that seems so much harder to memorize a string of letters instead of like actual words but i guess uh, whatever works whatever works for you <laughs> <laughs> um I, I wanted to ask you also like the, the thing that always strikes me when uh speaking to performers is like you know basically you you are the product that you're selling you know you are you are something uh that you uh you know you're well you're not probably, you're not really auditioning, but you're, you're in the beginning, at least you're auditioning. And so not everyone that, not every role you audition for you get. Um, so, uh, I would imagine that's very hard not to take personally, but how, how did you sort of, how were you able to kind of overcome things like that? Um, and kind of push yourself forward and not get too down about, you know, a a failure if you'd even call it a failure.
1: Yes. uh, Um, That's the first thing. It's not a failure.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's just there's somebody else's preference. You know, there are moments where where there are failures and you know that, but just because you don't get a role doesn't mean that you have failed. Mm. When you understand that, then it's more a case of getting used to rejection. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And being rejected and failing are two different, are two different things. You know, um, you know, there's lots of roles that you know that I that I that I haven't got and uh, that I haven't had, and uh, and some of them I have to say still gnaw at me back here. I've, you know, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I had uh, done.
0: You know, um can you give us but, one?
1: Yeah, I could give you one. It was, um, I think his name was uh, Colehouse Walker in uh, El Doctro's uh, Ragtime.
0: Oh you know, wow.
1: Yeah, you know, and I really, really wanted that role. I can't yeah. tell. Uh, and I know that I was right for that role, and I know I still. Have, <laughs> I know if they ever remake it, please yeah. call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it was it was just a. Uh, uh, Milos Forman had done it. Yes, it was Milos Forman who who was directing that. You know, and I went into audition for it. And he was just going through the motions, you know. It was as he knew who he wanted already. Yeah. But at that point in time, you know, the director had to see a lot of people just because of the protocol. And I was just one of those that was like that. And he asked me a question. And then he turned his back to me, looked out the window and smoked a cigar. And I thought, <laughs> at least turn around and give me some effing respect, mate. Oh, you know, man. So, um, but when I saw, you know, uh, I forget what the actor's name is, who did it to you. Um, uh, I, he played it all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you would have been better. No doubt. No doubt. (laughs) He did okay, but you would have been amazing. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I can't wait. I, I have not seen uh this new show yet, but I am I'm gonna jump in uh today because um it sounds awesome and you know, you're just the man. Everything you're in, you're the man. So uh I, I've I've gotta see this. And uh thank you, thank you, you know, very much. I I think Stanley Tucci is wrong and whatever your character thinks is right. <laughs> <laughs> to call him
1: and tell him that's another
0: point to be there. yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right clark well uh so great talking to you thanks for the time and thank you for all this amazing work you've put out there it's entertained me and millions of others count uh uh, two degrees we can't even say so thank you
1: thank you very much dan and and try to get to italy and and uh and uh and uh
0: I'll respond with uh, lasagna, pizza, meatball. Okay. (laughs) That's the extent of my Italian. Uh, All right, man. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Dan. You take care. Have a
0: good one. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. do make me beg people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks.